What again? In my humble opinion, No Man's Sky. And this is my opinion. No Man's Sky is better with fucking friends. By yourself, it is fucking boring. Every game is better with friends. You can't really. I mean, there's not. There, there are some games that aren't better with friends. I know a couple of games like For Honor is not good with friends. It's fun at first, but then it's like. A lot of people can't handle For Honor system because they think, oh, it's For Honor. Maybe there'll be people who fight with Honor. Nope. Nope. Man, almost in real life, no one who lived fought with Honor. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Honor is a blind fucking... Honor is a luxury for those in heavy armor. I think there was a saying, like an old saying uh, in wartime. It says, uh, speak uh, speak for Honor... Or, or mention honor and see how good it does you when you're dead. Like, ask, ask the dead what good is honor. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. So. Um, one, another question about this campaign. If you can answer this. Okay. You don't have to answer this one. Oh, okay. Because this is a little metagamey. Okay, so I'm not going to answer then. But continue. You could at least hear the question. I said Jeez. continue. I did say continue, to be fair. I did say continue. Um, okay. So, how city-based is this campaign going to be? Well, you guys are out in the boonies right now. So I don't mean like city-city-based. I mean like town-slash-settlement where I will be able to purchase inventory points. Uh, I'll make it possible for you. I'll make it possible. You just gotta, you just have to tell me what I have to do, and I'll add it. Add towns. Okay, judging, judging by how you said that, I'm definitely going to take the ability that lets me recover inventory points outside towns. Go ahead. <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, also, Gray, you might want to restart your your window because you don't appear on the uh, screen on Roll20. And we have been recording for the past two minutes and 24 seconds. I'm not surprised. You know, I assumed right. we'd already been recording this whole time. No, no, no. I have to, <laughs> I have to pick the perfect spot in our conversation to record. Well, and... I'm disappointed. It should have been sooner. No, no. Yeah, it should have been with deprived... talking about the spiders in Australia. No. You've deprived the audience of there all kinds of, of fun stuff. There are a lot of people who have arachnophobia. You have to give. You have to give, uh, think join about join the Patreon if you want to uh, see all the behind the scenes content before Gray started recording. Don't ask me how that works. It, it's it's a Patreon thing. Now only, I have only, to the Patreons will know. Now I have to record because now you just thank you. Now you just made me more work. <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> I know, and we like was a cut joke, between stuff. By the like, way, there's no Patreon. As not far as not yet, but not. But now they're gonna yes. be expecting it. Now they're gonna be expecting it. This is like what episode three, four, who, who, nine. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, depending nine. on which timeline you're going with. Do we count the reset timeline? That uh, definitely we count, didn't we happen. Count, we just re- we just count the reset timeline, I guess. But that's neither here nor there. I am John. And welcome to another episode of Nevermore, Fabula Ultima, Chapter 1, Things Never Stay the Same. And this story is catered to the Age of Gods. 
So, The Age of Gods, they, they give them as books. The Age of Gods for Nevermore, Fabula Ultima is the title of the book. The chapter we're on right now are Things Never Stay the Same. I am your host, your GM, your DM, John. And with me today are my lovely players. I will have them introduce themselves one at a time. With the introduction of, he is not Groot, but he's made from the same materials of Groot. Gray, you may go first. Groot adjacent. Yeah, I'm Groot adjacent. Thank you very much. <laughs> Groot adjacent. Doesn't fall out the tongue as well as I am Groot. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No, I, I am, I'm Gray. I am playing uh, H3413R, or, you know, better known as Healer. Uh, yes, I am Groot adjacent. I am playing a knockoff Warforge who wants to be a real boy. Do you, though? No, not really. I, I just thought I would say it. Well, that was a letdown. <laughs> I thought you want to be a real boy. Nah, I don't want to put that much work on you yet. Man, why yet. would I want to be a real boy? I can be a gigantic robot. I mean, yeah, I mean obviously. Yeah, true, but who wants to be a... Who wants to be a real boy? Being be a human person sucks. with feelings. Yeah, being and human sucks. These days, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so let's not get into that depression now. <laughs> next person I'm going to introduce, they are half elf, they are mysterious, and they have raven like hair. Ashley, you can go second. I'm Ashley, I play Aaron, and with every character they've come to learn, I'm very sassy and it's very funny. Some of the time. <laughs> Other All times of the time. it's just plain old hurtful. <laughs> And last but not least, they are an adventurer, they are an, a tinkerer, and they have a mobile forge that follows them wherever they go. Android, you can go third. Last but not least. Hi, my name is Danny, or Android Engineer, and I am playing Mary Red X. The tinkerer dwarf who is very good at traveling. Nice. And hasn't blown up yet. The dwarf hasn't blown up yet. I'm trying. Forge. Give me, give me some time. Wait, wait. The the dwarf hasn't blown up yet, or the no. She would be half dwarf because of. No, in in real life, I'm attempting to explode. It's it's uh it's an ongoing project. You're attempting to explore in the land of nope. Okay, well, don't die. Yep. No promises. Do not die. Okay. So. Now, here's a time where the players can ask one question to another player in character. And today, I'll let you guys decide who goes first and who goes second. Or well, who goes first, rather. So, who wants to be the volunteer to, to basically ask a question? Um, I think I answered yeah. one last time, so I'm gonna let someone else do it this time. Hurry before I pick a victim. I mean, volunteer. <laughs> Go ahead, Ashley. Ask your question. 
Ask you what? <laughs> ask your in-character <laughs> question. It could I actually never said it, so I'd ask and then, like, cut out. Oh, Lord. Um... I guess I'll go with that. I don't know if my character has asked these questions yet. But I'll ask Healer if he remembers anything before he was decommissioned and or broken. Last known log is, uh, well, unfortunately, according to my databanks, my uh, time scale has been horribly ruined. But uh, last log was roughly a thousand years ago. Uh, last known log consisted of healing a fellow unit before an explosion and all systems went offline. Satisfied with your answer? Yes. <laughs> ADHD brain, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last time we left off on the Age of Gods... Thank that you question last time, if I'm not mistaken. You said what? Wait, somebody go, I think she asked that question last time. No. Somebody, somebody should check the rec records for that one. I'll check the records later. And if she did ask the same question, then, I can, then we can just say, yeah, you asked the same question, or I'll just take out that part. Anywho... <laughs> Last time <laughs> on Nevermore, Fabula Ultima, The Age of Gods, Chapter 1, Things Never Stay the Same. Last time when we left our heroes. Pretty much. You guys just made it into Doma Village. You guys were sent from your village to Doma to deliver a letter to the Doma Village mayor. That letter is glitter and it's in a Ziploc bag. Because your mayor is a little bit disgusting. Uh, yes. Uh, that's right. We had to disinfect ourselves. Yeah. So you guys have just made it out of the forest, out of the uh, the lost forest. And now you guys are in Domo Village on the edge of it. Looking out and you see uh, all these houses that are, that the roofs are hay, the uh, walls are stone. You see that is much larger than your village it's a lot it's a lot more busier as well it's late evening around six o'clock p.m if i had to get if i had to give it a time children are, are out playing adults are walking around couples are by the water fountain in the middle of the village just making memories with one another what do you guys want to do Deliver this letter as yeah, soon as possible to get it out of our inventory because uh, this thing <laughs> is gross. Has anyone been, has, have any of your characters been to Doma Village? Uh, I would have been there once or twice. Okay. Well, let's see if you remember what, where the uh, village, not the village, but the uh, mayor's uh, house is located. Give me a... It's the big one. Maybe. Who knows? Give me a uh, recall check. A recall check, you say? Yes. I believe I'm quite good at those. Nice. Nice. They say right before they roll several ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they ultimately fail. No. Don't do it. Don't fall for the trap. 
Okay. So it was not hard. Okay. So yeah, you remember that your father dealt with um, the mayor a couple of times, and you visit the mayor a couple of times. You know that that the mayor is a halfling named Tulu. So Mayor Tulu, and you know, and you know that the location of her house is the biggest house that's closer to the other side of the village. So, you so guys, it was the biggest house. Yeah, knew so, it. So you guys got some ways to go to walk there. So you can either keep that information to yourself or share with the party. Of course, I'll share it with the party. Why? I'm not mean enough to. Keep it to yourself. That'd be really horrible. Well, RP, I was gonna say they're they're not Sal. Oh yeah, Sal kept stuff to herself all the fucking time. Yeah, so RP it out then. Go right ahead. Now you guys just came out of the forest, and I'm pretty sure the other two don't know what where to go. So you guys just came out of the forest, and you guys are just looking around now. We're going to the big one. Cross the other side of town. You'll know it when you see it. Destination plotted. So I guess Bye. just head towards the, the building. Alright. What's I mean, what does the does it look like any other like village, you know, that would crop up around this area or is it like is this village more unique in some way than other ones uh this village is the only village with a water fountain in the middle of their city or the middle of their village it's also the center of um the uh, cilia island because you can get to uh both the forests through this village and you get to both the other both the other villages through through this village so it's so it's the more busier one because it's the central hub for pretty much everything else. You can find taverns here, stores here. You can also find um, the Adventurers Guild here too as, as well. So you guys, upon following Mary's instructions, slowly start to make your way across the city, past the water fountain, past the couple, past the kids, past all the activities of late evening, what people would, would um, go through and towards the road that's leading up into the mayor's house. Now, you guys do encounter something on your way there. On your way there, you encounter two kids. Both appear to have long bushy tails and ears on the top of their heads. One is a redhead, the other is a, he has grayish silver head. They, and they're both arguing. And their arguing leads to them fighting and getting on top of one each other, biting each other, punching each other, slapping each other. Do you guys choose to intervene or do you guys just walk past it? Nah, this is just standard kid stuff. I assume, because I've never been a animal child before. <laughs> That's a new sentence. Would I assume that they're just siblings or that they're just two kids who know each other? Um, 
But which, what would they? So you gonna do an, uh, give me an, an inspection check. It's been so long I've never had to do this shit. Go into stats and then go at the bottom. Yeah, there of the it screen, is. Go to inspection. I can't see it by me. Oh, it's Probably doubles, not. though. It doubles. Do, do doubles do things? Uh, I think that four turns into an eight if it doubles. So, yeah. You um, you recognize that the kids do look the same. So you assume that they're siblings. But as they're fighting and arguing, you know you hear something while they're scuffling and you hear one of them say the one one with red hair opens up their mouth and says i'll be the one to deliver that to tilly not you no me and you see next to them they're fighting over a flower um Aaron, not knowing really well, like, how siblings work, is kind of like, she's supposed to this letter out of her hand, so she's just kind of like, eh, they'll figure it out. <laughs> this feels like something I don't think we should get involved with. You guys want to ignore them? That'd be, that'd be kind of weird to get involved, considering we don't know these two children at all. Gray, you wanna leave him? Considering he's a combat medic, he's seeing two young units in the middle of combat, accumulating wounds. So he's probably he probably would intervene. Yeah, he would be you know uh, attempting to uh, disengage units, uh, administering uh, first aid. So how do you pull him apart? Uh, probably just straight up, if possible, grab him maybe by like the scruff in the neck and just like hoist him up. All right, give me an effort check. An effort? Where do I find that again? That's in stats. Under at the bottom, under inspect. Great. Just so you're aware, doubles is a critical. Oh, uh, you said effort. Effort. Doubles are critical, so we did double to an eight. Okay, good. Double above a six. Double above a six. Yes. No. How about how about a nine? Does a nine work? Uh, yeah. So you go over to to them fighting, and you pull them both out of scruff to the back of their shirts, and you pull them apart. And they're still trying to grab at each other. Specialist, hold this one while I administer first aid to this one. It's been a minute. Which one of the specialist? Uh, Mary's specialist, your commander. Thank you. <laughs> it's been so long I can't remember. <laughs> so, Mary, you me. grabbed one of the kids as commanded, or? Why are we even getting involved? It's just a childhood fight. Even I fought my brother worse over less. <laughs> Ain't no harm. This unit has still spent many an hour primarily uh, patching up your brother unit. Should have been better at tussling. 
Alrighty, so as you pull them apart... Alright, if, if you really want, then I'll grab one of them and pull them apart. Okay, so you grab the one with the red head and the one with the silver hair is being held by Healer now. So Healer starts administering uh, first aid and one with the, the uh, silver hair kind of winces at the pain, but he also says, thank you. Uh, we, we don't, we, we weren't fighting over just anything. You see, that flower is Mayor Tully's favorite, and it can only be found near the dungeon. And we aren't allowed to go near the dungeon. So we spent, well, we, we spent our savings and to get her a flower, just to, just to show her how much we appreciate her. We didn't, we didn't mean to, to disturb you guys. And the woman with the, um, um. with the red hair is kind of still wiggling in uh, Mary's arms. And she's, and he says, screw you. I will deliver it to her, not you. Uh, based on limited knowledge of bio, of the biomatter in question, uh, Prolonged co uh, combat would damage said product. Perhaps presenting together would reduce chances of damage. Yeah, maybe. The one, the one with the gray hair just looks down at, at the ground, fiddling with, with their thumbs. The one with gray hair is still wiggling uh, in Mary's arms, by the way. The one with red hair is still wiggling in Mary's arms, trying to get free. Would not delivering a undamaged product be better than a damaged product? I mean, you have a point. But wouldn't it make sense to just, just get two? If retrieving one's too dangerous and you spent what little funds you had on this product, there's little you can do. <sighs> I guess. So, Mary, the one that you're holding uh, opens his mouth and bites your arm. And you feel Ooh. their fangs sink into your arm. They got fangs, and they're very sharp. Are we talking like this is a, this is a puppy bite or an actual bite? I mean, puppies' bite are still painful. Yeah, but there's, yeah, there's a difference this. between there's a difference between a puppy bite and an actual you know, Oh, chomp. you mean a play bite. This is a real bite. It draw they 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 draw blood. You're gonna lose five uh hit points. Damn, Damn that's a that's lot that's of hit points. Bite. That's a fucking <laughs> bite. bite. That's a bite bite. Ain't no playful bite. You lose five hit points. So be sure to always take out the hit points in your token. I'm going down. I'm taking a piece of you with me. <laughs> Alright, I was in a... Do I know this one's parents? Uh, you know that uh, they are... Give me, give me, give me a recall check. That I can do. Yes, recall. Recall. Let's see if you can recall about these two. Make it sound like the Pokemon moves. 
bite. Recall. Mary Red X uses recall. Yeah, so Mary, you recall that these are the adopted sons of Mayor Tully. Well, Tulu. Her name is Tulu. My, my fault. Mayor Tulu. These are, these are the adopted sons of Mayor Tulu. And their names are Silver and Red. Wow, real, real original. Well, I was about to offer to go get you another flower. But since you're in the fighting mood, I am going to uh, go over to my big robot friend. Uh, how, how can I forget my unfamiliar's name? What is wrong with me? Uh, Robotic sad Aoife. sound, I'm sure. And I'm going to get Aoife to hold on to the scruff of this thing's neck. Okay, it does. And let, let me go! Nay, I'm going to take it to your parent and... Well, I'm just going to get the telly off. Hmm. Let's you see. don't go biting strangers. I guess you're right. You do. You did taste horrible, like dirt. Well, what did they expect? You sunk your teeth into a dwarf. Not for you to be dirty. Earth is, earth is in our blood, you little shite. Takes one to know one. I. This is pointless. <laughs> <laughs> So he's still a little bit struggling in your um, companion's arms. Um, he's not. No, he's he's being taken to his parent. Nay, I was oh. gonna let him go, but I'm gonna drag him to his parent. Okay, well he's being dragged. All right, so he the red one with silver hair that that's named Red is being dragged, while Silver sticks while Cyril just looks and sticks behind. His ears droop to the ground. Well, he well his ears are drooped down. Unless, and of course, you feel like apologizing. Never. Let Will. go! Let go! This unit would recommend lowering hostility. I, I've seen uh, the specialist uh, deliver what was called a wedgie to her older brother, and due to uh, the medical exam afterward was considered very painful and uh let's see red is still he, just she's just you. intimidating the kid i was just gonna take him to that parents he, uh, old off. roll for um <laughs> roll for uh, the brother intimidate. Unit, okay roll for intimidate. the brother unit did not walk properly for a week roll for intimidate it wasn't roll that hard yes roll for intimidate uh, what Intimidate. I wasn't even, I'm not, I wasn't roll, even trying to intimidate. I'm just trying to inform them. You can either roll for intimidate or roll for persuade. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is probably an accidental intimidate. Yeah, He's just roll, trying to inform. Still roll for it, though. Which one, persuade or intimidate? I went for an 11 and intimidate. It's an accidental intimidation. It's uh, intimidate? Okay. So, yeah. So, he stops, and he's more still. So he doesn't move at all while, while, while he's being dragged away by Mary's large walking forge. 
and Silver follows behind with his with his ear droops. And he picks up the flower. Oh, no. We, we, I was going to say, yeah, well, who who has the flower? He does now. He picks it up and he's walking okay. behind the his, his brother that's being dragged away. And you all follow the large walking forge. I gave them the opportunity to apologize. Hey, oh, not apologize. If they want to be dragged in front of their parent, I don't actually know what parent it is, but if they want to be dragged in front of their parent... You guys are definitely called the scene. People are looking at you while you guys are walking to the mirror office. They're whispering, they're chatting once, another, once uh, amongst each other, and they're just gossiping so, uh, at this point. I'd just like to point out that Mary Redax right now is covered head to toe in blood, bruises, and uh, various wounds because I am on six health out of thirty-three. Yeah, you're on that 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 bite, <laughs> that bite made paid you down to six. So as you guys, given how injured Mary Redax was at this point, mm-hmm. whilst normally they would just not worry about the bite they are quite injured and quite grumpy that's fair oh i was gonna say yeah you you would have gotten some first aid as well so yeah i'd spend some men men on you to actually heal you once you got the bit once you got the bit all right so you so uh she doesn't recover any um any health and any hp but i mean i let her be the i let her decide whether or not she feels a little bit better from being I'm getting like a quick first aid treatment. A little. A little? Okay. So you guys now make it to the mayor's house and you see a a halfling. This halfling has brunette hair, uh dressed in leather, as well as And they are um, very big on the map. No, that's just, <laughs> that's just, that's to show you guys who's who's talking. Oh. So she has like a leather vest on, cloth shirt, uh, has a long flowy brown dress with brown leather boots, and she appears to be smoking a pipe. And oh, as tough. she's sitting in front of her, the, the large house, she looks up and sees a familiar face. Well, as I live and breathe, is that Mary Redaxe? I haven't seen you in a long time. What brings you, and she stops mid-sentence and looks at both of her sons. Let me guess. My boys, right? I decided to try and take a chunk out of my arm. Mm. Out of my arm. Which one? Red or silver? Uh, which one am I currently holding? Uh, your companion is holding red. Walking forward, just holding. Aye, the red one. Ah, red, get inside. I'll talk to you after. Silver, you too. And they both ears droop. They both walk inside, but not before giving her the flower. And she smiles a little bit. And she playfully spanks them both on their on their on their back. And she says, off with you two. Gets inside. And they follow instructions. They close the door. And she blows in and out 
a couple of puffs out of her pipe and she looks at you guys. Well, I don't think that you would come here without a purpose. What is oh, it? Oh, don't be too harsh on the kid. Yeah, boys will be boys, but they still need discipline. Now, I what brings you to Doma Village? I pull out a pair of tongs and uh, use the tongs to hand them the letter. She raises her eyebrows. It's from the mayor. It can understand why I don't want to particularly put any hands on it. Ah, okay. So she puts on these leather gloves and she takes the envelope, opens up the Ziploc bag and reaches down pulls out the letter, opens it, and starts to read. Ah, oh, perfect. So, in this letter, it says that he has answered my call with you three. So, let me explain what's going on. Of course, he wouldn't have been honest with us. Of course. But our dungeon here, people have gone missing. And we don't know why. We send someone in there. They don't come back. It's creepy. So, at the expense of risking more townsfolk, I've asked the other villages for help. Any able fighters willing to take on this quest and help us? For the most part, you'll be doing me a favor and the Adventurers Guild a favor since we don't have many adventurers here. Why have you been risking townsfolks into searching a dungeon? Would that not be considered dangerous? We, I told them not to go into the dungeon. But even so, they go missing. We don't know what's going on. Have you not posted guards? Really? Guards? On Cilia Island, the boonies of the Empire. We can barely get food and water here. I forgive this one. He's a little bit uh, military-minded. I see. And she takes a few puffs out of her pipe once more. <sighs> Would you guys are we free to Are we free to keep any treasure we find? Of course. I'll do you one better. I'll let you guys stay at the inn here for free. For one night is all I can offer. That's mighty nice of you. Yes. All you have to do is go talk to Lisa and tell her it's from me. And you'll be able to stay for free. Also, while you're here, you might want to pick up some supplies, if you can, from Mist. You know who Mist is. She owns a shop. I, I remember her. So, she takes a couple more puffs of her pipe 
and exhales longingly. That's a really bad habit, you know. Yes, but I can't. I can't afford not to. So, do you guys accept or no? I. If people keep dying in that cave, I guess we gotta deal with that. Shh, we're not saying that they're dying. They're just missing. I'm a dwarf. I don't mince my words. How long we have, both know have, what's going uh, on in the cave. Well, we don't know exactly. Just keep an open mind that they're still alive. Yeah, how long have they been gone? For how long? Well, these instances been starting about, um, give or take, two or three weeks. How many units have gone missing? Units? People. People. Okay. About ten. Likelihood of survival diminishes greatly after 24 hours. Look, you're speaking to the choir. I understand. I'm not trying to wish anything ill on those people. They're fine, good, hard-working people. Even if we can confirm their bodies, they'll bring some of their families' minds at ease. Now, do you, Trio, accept? I think we already did. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. All right, perfect. Sorry. Old age, hard of hearing. So. You're not that old. Yeah. It would take 120. I'm old for a halfling. So, go to the inn, fill your bellies, get some rest. And you know, you guys know where the dungeon is, correct or no? I think I remember. Okay. Well, I guess I'll see to the boys. And here's to hoping that you guys find some information. And she stands up, puts her pipe back in her mouth, turns around, and walks in, back into her house. The red one might make a decent fighter someday. Fighter or can support a child, one of the two. So what do you guys want to do? I now? estimate I estimate a high level of stress in the upcoming years. I'm gonna go in and rest. What like, you want to go rest? You don't want to go straight to the to the dungeon no. right now? No, I don't. <laughs> I could definitely use some rest. All right. So you guys have all agreed to go to the end, correct? Yeah. Okay. I... Okay. 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 So you all go to the end. Uh, with Mary leading the way, because of course Mary would know where the end is. Uh, just a moment. <laughs> You guys walk into the inn, and it's fairly quiet. It's empty. You only see a few people in the inn, like the the, uh, the drinking area of the inn. 
And you see two males and a female. Female has pigtails, blonde hair, with uh, beige pumpkins around her neck. She also has a tank top and a blue dress with two large silver guns at her side. The other two men look like just regular town folk. They're just drinking. And the lady has her head on the table with a cup of undrinking uh, alcohol. And beyond, and sitting, well not sitting, but standing beyond the counter, you guys see this tall, black-haired, green-skinned half-work. They are wiping a glass, staying to themselves, her blue eyes strained on getting her glasses cleaned. She's dressed in what appears to be a, a leather tank top with fur around the neck. And she has um, cloth pants and leather high heel boots. Behind her is a giant uh, double-sided axe. So it has like uh, two heads. So both double-sided at the front end and at the and, and at the other end. And it's hanging up behind her. And as you guys walk up to her, she looks up. Well, looks down because she's about eight foot tall. She looks down at you guys and she places the glass down gently and she gives you a smile. Hi, I'm Lisa. What can I do you for? Uh, we were told by the, your uh, representative that we were allowed to stay here for free. Uh, I'm sorry, representative? The mayor. Oh, Tulu sent you. Okay, okay. So this will be going on her tab. Uh, I can give you all two rooms. This unit doesn't require a room. Okay, this unit. Two rooms, regardless. Take it or leave it. Sounds good to me. All right. She reaches one of the desk and hands you guys the keys. 102 and 105. You walk up those stairs. The second floor is where all the rooms are at. If you guys need something to eat, let me know. It's on the house. Uh, Aaron, being very worn out from the travels and the fight, takes the key and Jesus walks upstairs. Okay. Aaron, the moment you grab the keys, uh, your... Not only does your pocket lights up, but... Um, but, uh, Healer, your... You start to see 50 no notifications across your screen. All sent from what appears to be Aaron's parents. So your pocket lights up and you pull out a small rectangular device. It's uh, glass and plastic. 
And on the screen, you see that you have 50 missed calls and 75 no, no, notifications. Aaron. And I would know this is from my parents. Yes, you would know from these are your parents. Oh, Leave town for one day and they don't. She kind of huffs and then says she has to call them, so she continues going up the stairs to take this to, to call her parents back. So or which... communicate whatever this world is. So who do you call? You have two parents. Which one do you call? Who's called me the most? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably an even fight. Laura. <laughs> Laura has called you the most. Laura is uh, is your mother with silver hair. Uh, Victoria is your other mother with black hair. So Laura's the one that, that's been calling you the most. So I call Laura back. Okay. So, <laughs> I was going to say, so the question is, is that the biological mother or is that the surrogate mother? Victoria is the biological mother. But they're both her moms. So for uh, background for Aaron, Aaron has two moms, Victoria and uh, Lara, but she also has a dad who went missing during the war at the same time that um, Mary's mother went missing. So during the war, both her father, which, which was an army soldier as well, he was on the front lines fighting with uh, Mary's mother. And when he came up missing, the only thing that they were they could recover was his sword. And uh, Victoria was pregnant at the time, I think. We haven't figured out that on timeline stuff yet. But either Victoria was pregnant or, she, or um, Aaron was just a baby. But they all were in a poly relationship together. So they were all together one relationship. So... So you call Laura, and uh, as you're walking up the stairs, it doesn't even take half a ring for her to pick up. And you hear on the other line, hello, hello, Aaron, are you there? Aaron, uh, I'm, he I'm here. Where I'm are here. you? Where I'm in Doma right now. You're in where? Doma. Why, how'd you, how'd you get over there? Uh, well, it's this funny thing called walking. Uh, mayor sent us over here on a. The mayor, I'll have his fucking dick. Victoria, she's in Doma. Doma, why Doma? Because the mayor sent her on an errand. Well, when the fuck was she gonna tell us? I don't. When were you gonna tell us, young lady? I swear, I told you when I walked out the door after to disinfect myself touching that letter. You did not. I did. So you were too busy knitting. You were gr you grunted. I said I'm going to Doma. Bye. As I walked out the door, it's you... not my fight. Didn't ask any questions. Mm. Look, next time, you just I feel such a, like a bad mother for saying this, but next time, make sure we're paying attention. <laughs> yes, ma. We thought you got kidnapped or worse. And why do you sound so tired? Have you been fighting again? No. You're lying. How do you... V? Yeah. Our daughter's been fighting. She's been what? Did she win? Bad parenting, V. Bad parenting. 
She wants to know did you win. Of course I won. Whose daughter am I? Of course you won. Fuck yeah. The language, darling. Please. Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> well. Well, at least you... we know where she got her damn sass from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are Are you eating? Are you... Are you well? Are, did you change your underwear? Did you change I, your bra? Ah, ah. I'm an adult. You don't have to ask me these things. You're under my roof. You're still my baby. I'm fine. We just got to the inn. I'm about to go clean up and rest. So I'm tired. Okay. Well, when you get back, hopefully you'll get back. I'll um, get back, Ma. Okay. I'll hold you to that. And if you don't come back, I'll find you and I'll kill you and I'll bring you back to life myself. When you get back, we have to talk. It's about your father's blade. It's been glowing and vibrating. And Ah, the thing hasn't moved since we put up on the wall. It's really weird. Exactly. And this means that it's time to choose a new owner. Of course, your mother tried it. And it rejected her. And I, I tried it and it rejected me. Which means that it might not reject you. So when you can come back to me alive, please, in one piece, all fingers and limbs attached, including toes, come back so we can talk about this. Okay? Of course, Ma. Alright. And remember, we love you! Hello? Hello? Aaron, huh? it's your mom, V. What just happened? I took the phone from your mom. Okay. Of course she did. Yes, of course I did. Yeah, I took it from her as Like an epic struggle. <laughs> uh, is that Healer? Yeah, Healer. Healer's not technically here. Healer's downstairs still, I believe. I don't think Healer can hear any of this. <laughs> no. Well, no. Well, well, yeah, I mean, you threw me! You can't prove that. Anyway, how you doing, Bug? I'm fine. That's good. That's good. Uh, so I hear you won your fight. Of course I did. Did they scream in terror, or did they? Uh, did you did you get out to the nitty gritty bits of their? Well, I don't think constructs can scream in terror, but if they did, they probably would have. Oh, constructs! So you did go into the so you did uh, go into the forest and found some constructs. Okay. Kind of everywhere. So. Yeah, un unfortunately, the war has left this whole world in, in disarray and whatnot. But you know, remember what I taught you: always hit first and hit hard. Of course. As long as you understand, it's good to hear your voice, Bug. Just make sure you call every now and again. You know, I'll try to call between my fights. Okay, thank you. We know how independent you are, but you know, you're all we have left. We worry about you. I know. Okay. Well, I'll hold off your mom from calling, and uh, we'll see you when you get back. All right? All right. Okay. Love you. Love you too, Mom. Bye-bye. And when she hangs up the phone, um, whatever is this world's equivalent to Cash App, you got a hundred zenny. Hey, 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 John. Hmm? Uh, 
can I jump in just a smidge? You may. Uh, I was going to say, it, in my head canon, the reason why they called her phone, you know, blew up her phone so many times is because Healer basically, like, constantly texts, you know, her moms, you know, <laughs> aka the generals, basically constantly giving them, uh, like, field, up, field updates. updates. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, field updates and reports of what's going on. So when... That's fair. I, will, I like that. I like that too. That's why they call so <laughs> much because like engaging targets and engaging fights. And they're like, wait, what? Engaging who? <laughs> so yeah, that, like snapshots that of like the fight. Just pictures. That works. <laughs> that, that's fair. So um, you go into uh, one, of your, one of your rooms after, uh, are you mentally exhausted from talking to your parents? It takes a bit off of me because I, I think they worry too much, but then again, I'm still, like, only a little bit into my adulthood, but I'm just, and to, and I don't think I know, like, the full effect my dad going missing has on them. Yeah, you don't. So it's just, like, I think they worry too much, so I'm just kind of, like, like, let, let me grow up, let me be an adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's exactly how they feel, because you don't know what, you don't know what they went through when they lost your father. And all they got was his sword, and they they couldn't even bury him. So, with that being said, Mary, uh, Mary sort of uh, walked away from that entire situation. Because <laughs> I don't think she did. You continue walking when you uh, were going to, or did you stop and like make their flight to talk to them? I I think I stopped when I got to the door of the room, but okay. didn't quite go in yet. Okay. So... No, no, no. Like whenever, whenever. Um, sorry, what was your character's name? My brain is just not working Aaron. this early in the morning. Whenever Aaron's parents call, Mary always leaves the room. That's fair. Every time. Mary's been around long enough to know how this is going to go. Yeah, I think less that. It's more deeper than that. It's it's deeper than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my brain totally forgot. I can, what was I can guess Hot why. second. I can guess why Mary would feel that way, but I'm gonna let if Mary wants to. If you can't that, guess why, go back to the first episode. <laughs> now even her phone player forgot why for a hot second. Yeah, if you like, if you can't guess why, <laughs> I will let Mary explain it at some point in time. But Mary, you do feel, uh, not upset. I would say, how would you, how would you think of your character would, would feel envious, jealous, mad, frustrated? How how deep do you want me to describe these emotions? Go Mr. right go the deep as you want to. This is this is an emotional period for everybody. Well, five days late. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to not take up the entirety of the, to not take up the entirety of the session on this. Uh, probably a mix of uh, awkwardness, being generally grumpy about the whole situation. Uh, probably some envy in there. Mm. Uh, what else? Clearly, they're half sisters. There's uh anger, just generally not wanting to sit there and listen to it. You know, all of the all of the stuff that would come with that. I but uh, you you find them in the room tinkering with a uh, with a uh, tube-like device. Okay. You've never seen them use it before. Okay. And it looks it looks 
quite magitech. Okay. So um... it's like a tube with some kind of trigger at the end. Okay. So uh, Aaron, you start to walk into your door, but then you hear Mary tinkering, and you've been around her long enough to know that every time when you are on the phone with your mom or something comes up about your parents, she's nowhere to be found. So you peek through the door where she's supposed to be, and then you see her tinkering. I kind of do the little, like, knock, just, uh, yeah, my nose back on the way. Hey, uh, Mary? Hi. Chantic's a bit, like, I know, um, you kind of always walk away when my mom's call, and I wanted to check on you. I'm fine. No, you're not. She's not really fine. <laughs> Mary Red X, I've been your friend for our whole entire lives. You're not fine. Aye, what's your point? That you don't always have to have your shield up and you can talk to me? You already know exactly why I'm not fine. I do. But you also know there's nothing I can do about it. Letting it out and talking about it helps some people. How old was Mary when all this went down since age is different between the two of us? Uh, Mary is the dwarven equivalent of a young adult. So we were about... You guys were young. Physically, like, were you, like, a young child, like, toddler? Or, like, what are we talking? I'm confused. <laughs> well, uh, how, how old is Mary? Mary, Mary uh, is how old? About 60. Okay. So, um, how old is Aaron? 22. Okay. So, um, we might have to change the timelines a bit. But let's just say that... They're, they're the equivalent of the same age. Yes. Dwarves. So, let's just say that... All this, Take forever. Live a long time. Yeah. So all this happened. Your parents and um, your parents disappeared about twenty four years ago. So twenty four years ago is when both your parents disappeared during during the war. Twenty four years ago is when the demon lord was was defeated. Aye. So twenty four years ago. Uh, 24 years ago, uh, Aaron... Uh, that, that, Aaron well, Aaron's line. 22. 24 years ago. That don't make... The, the math's not mathing right there, Chief. I thought, I thought you said 20, 25. How, I started at 25. I took her to age down a little bit, so she's closer to Mary's, like, human age. Okay, so how old is, um, is, is Aaron? 22. Okay, so 22 solidified, right? 22. 22 is the official what I have... What I have okay, so... Gone with. 20 years... Let, let, let's say 20 years ago all this happened so mary was about 40 and uh, which were... would be about teenager for dwarf yeah teenager for dwarf yeah and you were two so but you probably have more recollection of everything going on than i would yeah 
dwarven puberty lasts for 20 years. Isn't that fun? Okay, I, I had to, I, had to, I wanted that. to get it like in my head, like how old she was, so I could continue this <laughs> properly. So, okay. So, yeah, so 20 years ago, both your parents went missing. And 20 years ago is when the demon lord was defeated on Cilia Island. So, right. that would mean that uh, Aaron was two and uh, Mary was 40. And so, you guys have known each other your entire lives, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much your entire lives. Pretty much. Um, okay. Back into character. Um, listen, I know when everything happened, you were older than me, and you remember it more. But I still kind of understand what you're going through, just a little different, I guess. So you remember it better than I do. I, you were but a wee one when everything went down. Not that I was much older. Ah, that wasn't the right character accent. <laughs> I didn't know. That was almost Welsh. I didn't know. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> for those Scottish listeners, I apologize for butchering the accent constantly. <laughs> It's okay. Mary's Mary's accent goes everywhere when she's upset. Yeah, it's fine. So, um, as um, you start to explain—well, not explain—but once you said that, yeah, you were just a little wee one or whatever. Um, this is this is. I'm going to spend a fabula point on my end. I'm going to spend a fabula point, and we're going to see. Matter of fact, no, not weird, but but Aaron, you're going to see tears come down Mary's eyes. Oh, we're getting real emotional in here, guys. Who's cutting <laughs> onions? Who's cutting onions? I was already being emotional for a dwarf. <laughs> you don't need to pull that shit. I use a Fabio point. It's happening. I'm not entirely sure you're allowed to do that, but I guess it's just me human side rearing its head. Yes. Let's I'm go literally your, your best friend at this point. You can talk to me about... You don't have to put off the Dwarven shield all the time. Especially with me. Murray just sits out this big sigh. Look, you know who my father is and what he's doing. Fortunately. I, a 30-year-long suicide note. Drowning himself in the bottle more than any self-respecting dwarf should. He refuses to leave that battlefield. And he's trying to drag all of us down with him. 
it's a shite situation. But try as I might, there ain't nothing I can do about it. So there's no point wallowing in self-pity. Wallowing in self-pity is what your father's doing. What you're doing is trying to heal from losing your mother and remembering it fairly well. And not being able to properly heal because of the way your father is trying to heal from it. And I'm pretty and I don't know how your brothers dealt with this. No idea. But all I see is how you're trying to deal with it. Just wallowing self pity and is and there's talking about it so you can heal. Not necessarily move on from it, just move forward. Easier said than done. I won't pry too much longer because I know we're both exhausted, but... We dwarves are stubborn bastards. Even when we really shouldn't be. Yeah, and you read that is a little more stubborn than most. I, I take pride in that. But, um, we're both tired. We're both worn out. I won't pry you much longer, but just know if you ever need to talk about it, you can turn to me. I thanks. Of course. And she walks out and doesn't fully close the door, but leaves it open a crack and goes to her. I room. appreciate it. Of course. Your best friend. Okay, that was very emotional. But you walk <laughs> towards your room. Um, is Healer in her room powered down, or is he still downstairs? No, he he would have he would have been trying to organize bringing food up to them. Okay. So you if there. anything, probably he's been waiting down the hallway till they were done talking. He's okay. holding he's holding a tray just standing there. He's holding two he's he's holding two trays, and just waiting there. <laughs> okay, so do you uh give her her food and give um Mary her food? Oh yeah, I I would after their conversation. Yeah, I would, and then. He would take up post outside the door within, like, equal distance of both doors. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, both you guys going to, both you guys are now in your rooms. You guys eat and finish up whatever else that you guys personally wanted to finish up for the night. And you all, well, elves don't sleep. They go into a trance. So, mm-hmm. Aaron, you go into a trance. And Mary, you go to sleep. And you guys wake up the next morning at the crack of dawn, fully refreshed, fully energized. Um, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say, Erin, you know, she she uh, she meditates. Mary goes to sleep, and then Healer is just a pair of green glowing eyes in the dark hallway. <laughs> That's fair. So you guys should have full health and full um, magic. Full health. Where are the resting rules? There are specific things we need to do. 
Just don't worry about the rest of the pool. We'll, if, we, if there's something that we're doing different, we'll worry about it for next time. But for right now, just treat this as a long rest in D&D. Ah, yes, that's right. We need to add a... Uh, we need to add a... What's it called? The uh, relationships between characters. We need to add one of those. Yeah. Yep. And I can't find the rules for it, so just add one of those to the thing. You said... Um... You said the bond? What do we want to do with the bond? You said bond! The bond. Yes, yeah. that's the word I was looking for. You guys are already bonded. Well, I'm not sure if you have it on your character sheet, but uh, Aaron has it on hers. Yes, but we can strengthen that bond. Oh, you can. Okay. And now make it a two-emotion bond. Okay. The hell's that at? Uh, just uh, put... Page 90 is resting. Just put um, up under character. Just uh, add a plus two next to Mary's next to Mary's name. That way, when you guys do checks, it'll be a plus two instead of a plus one. Whenever we finish a rest, we can either create a new bond, we can add a new emotion to an existing bond, which increases its level, okay. or erase an emotion from an existing bond and replace it with a different. Okay. Well, you could put down. Well, well, you could either uh, check off admiration or affection. For 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 Mary, since you already have loyalty. Hi. So you can either click affection or admiration. Will do. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead, Mary, and get all your points back for your health, on your, on your token. Dwarves heal pretty quick. Yep, so all you guys should have your uh, stuff. Alright, everybody's good to go now. Alright, so we'll. So I'll, I so, am down um, to points. So, Healer, what's the first thing you do? Uh, in the dead of morning. In the dead of morning? Yes, in the dead of um, morning. Probably run a quick diagnostics over their system, and then right after that's finished up, would go and procure uh, uh, early morning nourishment for the fleshies. Okay. The fleshies. The fleshies. You secured your early morning nourishment for the fleshies, and... and uh, I think Aaron would be getting out of a trance right now or a meditation stance right now and um mm -hmm. Oh yeah and he's and like when he's gonna be like the creepy statue in the hallway with just two trays. Okay. And Mary would be just waking up. So you guys get your food and your trays and oh, you yeah. guys and you guys eat. Um for the most part, what do you guys want to do early in this morning since you guys are now in the dining hall of the of the inn? And for and you guys notice that the girl from yesterday is still there. And she's the only one that's there with her. She still has her head down on the table. Erin has this thought to herself. Did, did she sleep there? The only way I could tell if she fell asleep there. Uh, give me a... By, uh, I was going to say, maybe judging by uh, surveillance, you know, she hasn't moved no more than 3.4 centimeters. <laughs> Give me a inspect check. 
and yeah, okay. back. Da, 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 and spit. I don't have any modifiers to that, no. I like that. I got five. Uh, you notice that, the only thing that you notice is that she's in the same position she was in last night. Other than that, you can't really tell. Alrighty. That's right. Severe pack, uh, severe back pain is inevitable in that current position for extended periods. Okay, it is what it is. Um, I've already got one drunken home to deal with. I don't want to have to deal with another one. Mary's like, I don't want to deal with people. <laughs> yeah, this ain't ours to deal with. This one deal their own shit. One of these is more than enough. <laughs> so what do you guys want to do? You guys want to start the dungeon trip, go to the go to the market, or you guys can see more about this mysterious. I don't think we've got any money right now. I, mean, I have a little bit of money. I mean, the mom sent some money. Did you guys get money from the from the um, from the fight last time we had? No, I don't think I so. Don't think so. No. Mm, okay. Well, I don't remember. If if we were, then you're being very stingy with it. Shush. I'm not stingy. <laughs> so you guys want to go to the dungeon now, or do you guys want to? What do you guys want to do? How you guys want to do this? Check out the dungeon. Does everybody agree to go check out the dungeon? Oi, unless you want to spend some of that money you got. Actually, wait, I wasn't paying attention to that conversation. Yeah, ignore me, ignore that. Yeah. I uh, don't uh, actually know that, so ignore I said it. Uh, recommend preliminary, preliminary uh, surveying of the dungeon. Sounds good to me. All right. Also, you guys need to speak up louder. I can barely hear you. But you guys... Me? All right. All of you guys need to speak up louder. So you guys need to... So, so, so you all walk out of the inn. And as you guys are walking out of the end, um, you guys see Tulu looking around outside in the bushes, up the trees, behind buildings. You see your friends be looking around. Who? Tulu. Mayor Tulu. Uh, okay. Oh god, it's the kids. They went missing, didn't they? You're looking for something. Yes. I'm looking for my boys. Ah, oh, shite. Have you seen them? They were talking about going to the dungeon yesterday. A d d dungeon? They talked about going to get the flower, but then they ended up buying it, remember? I they did, but then they... But then that whole thing happened, remember? Look, look, look. Children are just about dumb enough to do the stupid thing that you tell them not to do. Look, if you... I, 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 I don't know what happens if I lose my boys. I, I'm willing to, to pay more if you guys will get my boys back. Please. All right, it looks like we're going. Thank you. All right, everyone, you got five minutes and then we're leaving. In five minutes quickly passing, you guys walk oh speed walk now towards the dungeon. And the dungeon is sitting right outside 
of the sitting right outside of the of the, of the uh, village of Doma Village, and the dungeon itself, it looks like a little small stone building with two figureheads out on the end of it, with stairs that lead up and then downward into the dungeon. It looks like a very old stony dungeon with green moss everywhere covered the that's covering the outsides of the dungeon. I was gonna say I think it looks like they needed to invest in guards, like I said, but no. That's just that's hypocrisy. <laughs> okay, so I need you all to make me an inspection check. To go back and call her a dumb bitch? Yeah, okay. No, inspection. Fine. Sorry, what order were we making? Inspection. Inspect. Inspection? We're, we're inspecting. You're inspecting, yes. Inspector Gadget. You're just hey, not figuring this out? That was a good movie series, alright? And then the anime right, That was not oh. a good role. Okay. So. The only person that <laughs> noticed this is Healer. Healer, you noticed somehow, somewhere, you noticed that there are more footprints around the entrance. You see four smaller footprints by a nearby flower bed, but then you also see many other bigger footprints behind the smaller footprints and that lead into the dungeon. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if anything, his eyes go change different colors instead of their natural, you know, neutral green. They're cycling between, like, different spectrums. Okay. But yeah, he'll... he'll uh... He'll mention, if anything, he'll probably start setting a, a live feed to their phones of what he's seeing. Okay. So, do you want to keep the information to yourself, or do you want to tell them? Uh, I, I'm, I was going to say, I'm sending, I'm sending direct information to their phones. I don't think they're looking at their phones right now. Oh. Bling! You guys get a bling on your phones. Do you guys take <laughs> out your phones? She's saying... Yeah, I pull it out a little bit because I'm thinking it's one of my moms again. <laughs> I think it's your moms again. Uh, unfortunately, it's not from your mom. It's just uh, the the feed from what um, he or sees. Probably overlay with like how uh, like from the oldest to newest like time scales. Alright, so you guys see the same thing that he sees, you guys see. You guys see the big footprints and the smaller foot, footprints in the uh, soil. How big are we talking? They're pretty, they're, they're um, adult size. Alright, let's follow the small footprints because that's where we're going. That's we the one we're the... here to look for. Can we tell if those were the boys' footprints? Uh, only... Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> only, um, only healer can tell. That makes sense. Um, would they? Then? Mm, with that check, 
No. You, you couldn't tell with that check that you got. Mm. Inconclusive evidence. Um, so I guess uh, we go further in. I mean, all the footprints are heading inside, right? Yep, they're all heading inside. They are all heading inside. Great. You guys want, so does the whole party go inside? Mary yeah. pulls the tube-looking thing out of her pack and sticks a bright blue crystal in it. Okay. It makes a it makes a noise similar to a uh, capacitor charging. You know that high pitched whine, mm-hmm. and then the whole contraption starts glowing blue. All right, let's get in there, do the thing. Okay, you guys go into the dungeon. Yeah. So as you guys walk into the dungeon, uh, it gets very dark as you guys are walking down the stairs but then it starts to light up the further on down you guys go into the dungeon you come across a big open area now this big open area is a square room and you see that there are fallen stones in the corners and on the sides of the walls cracks can be seen on the floor in front of you above you you can see moss hanging from the ceilings so it looks like almost like vines and water is just dripping from the moss and onto the ground from one end of the room you guys can see that there is another there there is an exit and around you guys you notice that there are constructs scattered about in this dungeon or in this room right do you look do they look operational? Are they broken? Give me a... Let's see what kind of inspection. Give me a inspect check. Another inspect. Inspect is the biggest one we're using today. I would say, do I get advantage for being a construct myself? Mm, sure. Sure. What kind of advantage do I get? No, no. Or just roll twice. Just roll twice. Take the higher of the two. All right, take that 11. These are inoperable. You notice that there are gashes and slashes in these constructs. All right, so like uh, major components are broken so that they're like inoperable. Yes. I right. would like to I would like to spend a few moments scavenging parts. Okay, go right ahead. You may spend a few moments of your time scavenging parts. Do I need to make a roll for that or do I just get uh, the parts? Just give me a Nah, I'll let you just have it. There's no roll for it. All right, what parts are you going for then, I guess? Processing uh, units, mechanical, power cores, like that. Mechanical construct bits, power cores, pistons, anything that might still be, you know, functional and salvageable. Mm, let me roll a flat d20 and see what you find. 
Something I can use for my next project. You scavenge and you find that there is nothing you can use. Most of these parts are short circuit or damaged beyond repair. Dang. Damn. That's annoying. Yes. From a distance, you guys do hear something, though. You guys hear the loud voice of Red. Let me go! That's my brother, you idiot! As much as that child is a snotty little bastard, I guess we'll go save him. <laughs> Let's go kick the door in. All right, there's no door. You guys just run straight on into the other door. Onto the other well, that's door. no fun. Hey, this dungeon has already been looted, okay? There's no doors. There's nothing here. So you guys run into the other room. What's and... the point of being the big damn hero if you can't <laughs> kick the door in? Because... <laughs> You guys run into the other room and you see silver on the These ground. These second go in guns blazing. You see silver on the ground holding his stomach. His shirt, the stained color of red. And you see red being held back by these men that appear to be in like these gray masks, but they also have these, these, these gray armor on. And one of the men, he's a lot bigger than the other ones. You know, he has on bronze, he has on his bronze um, armor. And for a moment, his sword dri is dripping red. And he turns around and looks at the other child. Now, if you don't play nice, you're next. Red, so, uh, Red is furious and he struggles more. And then all you guys hear is, I'll kill you! I'll kill every single last one of you! Aoife, you know what to do. And that is where we're going to leave <laughs> this chapter of Fabula Ultima. Oh, I was gonna attack there, him during his monologue. I know. You always do. I don't know why you always do that. Because oh, I'm playing a dwarf and I don't have time for you to monologue right now. Get used I got to my monologue, to okay? My monologues are excellent. Let me monologue. Oh, I, they are. It's just unfortunate that you've just stabbed the child, which kind of, <laughs> which kind of, which kind of voids your right to a monologue. If I'm honest. To be completely fair, you did waste time in scavenging. You could have saved the, the um the the boy. The on four. Oh, he's not dead yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Keyword. So... We got like two people in the party that can heal people. It'll be fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is our end of our episode for today. Please join us next time on the next part of Fabula Ultima Nevermore, The Age of Gods. Things never stay the same. I think we got only. We only have one more part left before this chapter, Things Never Stay the Same, ends. And then we start a new chapter. So, yay, get excited for that. Um, if you want to find us on social media, find us on Facebook at The Homebrew Crew, uh, on TikTok at The Homebrew Crew, too, as well. Uh, for the most part, 
this has been, I know that, you know, it, it, this is technically our session zero. So bear with us on the storylines and whatnot. We're still getting used to this new module. So if it seems a bit dry and slow, it's because we're getting used to, to the module. So please bear with us. We're getting better with each recording each week. But for the most part, I'm your DM, your GM, John. And I'll let the players do their handles and do their outros and whatnot, starting with Gray. Gray? <laughs> I'm sorry, what happened? You're doing outros, Gray. Pay attention. Oh, outros? Yes. Um, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh, one God. person who doesn't... The, the, putty, the putty medic is not paying attention. We've got a bleeding out child on the floor. This this bodes really well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm with my own kids, my bad. <laughs> Since he's is one of them bleeding out on the ground? <laughs> No, why why them needs to be taking a shower. Oh wow. Well, uh, all the duties, is, isn't it great? Hygiene is important. So Ashley, you're next. Give your handles and whatever else you want to give them. Um you can find me on Twitch at Hey it's Ashley K. And if you're wondering what I'm playing and what I'm playing, uh on Twitter and hey, uh John can, can, can I tell the people about the things that have happened recently? Go right ahead. Uh I have gotten my first two part affiliate ships. Um Please check out 40 Gaming. They're right now doing mouse pads with have plans of other gaming peripherals. Use code Ashley for 10% off. And Glitch Energy. It's better than all the other powders. Um, code Ashley, 10% <laughs> off from now, here on out, till I either die or they fire me. One of the two. <laughs> the floof powder. No, no, no. That's baking soda. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is baking soda. Yeah. Alright, I, uh, I guess I should do like, my thing. flavor or something? I'm not that cool yet. Oh. All right, let uh, get cooler. I don't really have any handles yet, but that might change in the future. But for now, my name is Danny, also known as Android Engineer, and my friend's bakery burnt down last night. His business is toast. I hate you. (laughs) I was going to say, you don't have any handles, then how do you open your doors? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, Without further ado, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, people.